Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, uh, I guess you could say goodbye to Seve. Luis Severino, in a little shockingly fashion, uh, signs with the uh, New York Mets, not the New York Yankees, uh, for a one-year deal of $13 million. And uh, again, uh, maybe not surprised that he signed elsewhere, but this to the Mets, you know, it's just like, uh, all the teams. But nevertheless, I guess he'll join, uh, I guess now new manager there, uh, Carlos Mendoza, also leaving the Yankees for the Mets there. And uh, taking his talents over there to the uh, ballpark in Queens. So, kind of do a little reaction to that before we get started. Again, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on here. A lot of moves already, things percolating. We've got the winter meetings and all that. And again, a lot of free agency uh, noise going around. So, you definitely want to not miss a beat here. So, make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening right now. Section 420 Talking Yankees, the podcast. Make sure you subscribe as well as head over to YouTube. Uh, there's some Section 420 Talking Yankees content there as well. So, you know, Luis Severino, who a little bit of a disappointment career with the Yankees. He gets so much potential there, uh, but never really lived up to what he could have been, and unfortunately he's been hurt too often, and again, I was not in favor of bringing him back. If they were going to bring him back, it would only be a situation like this, this one year. I mean, you can't gamble the guy. The guy's hurt every year, and this is you know coming off a disappointing uh, 2023 season, uh, where ultimately he's had to be shut down towards the end of the year, and just, you know, constantly a problem with the shoulder, the oblique, and every year it's something else with him, and it's just, it's a shame though, because, you know, Yankees rarely develop their own pitchers, and, you know, Really, the, the, the amount of successful uh, starting pitches the Yankees develop and stay here long term is very far few between. It looked like he could have been a keeper, but had his another injury, injury plague 2023 season where he started the season late and then he was up, then he had to shut him down, and they brought him back, and then they shut him down, and then ultimately he had to shut him down for the rest of the year. And just, he was just never right the whole year. Yeah, you know, he had to go like four and eight and ERA over six, and he's had a lot of games where he's got absolutely blown out. So, um, again, I wasn't all gaga for the Yankees to bring him back. And, you know, again, this is part of the. Maybe this is the new Yankee mindset of this clearing house. You know, we've seen what Cashman has been doing. Emptying off the 40-man roster, whether it's putting guys on the waiver-wise, whether it's trading some guys away, or just not re-signing guys who are homegrown Yankees that you think, you know, you'd want to, you know, keep or bring back in some fashion. But I guess Cashman is just looking to turn everything over. Again, I think that's good news because I just think you got to change some of the faces out of here because, hey, if it's not working, then, hey, you got to use a new formula. And for Severino... Yeah, he came up with the Yankees in 2015, and again, of course, got hurt right off the bat. But then finally got things going for himself, and I would say his two best years were 2017 and 2018. He made the All-Star team both times that year, and in uh, 2018, uh, this is when we really thought that he might be something special. Uh, went 19-8, and eight, uh, had an ERA 3.39, and that's probably the peak of Luis Severino there. Uh, but unfortunately, got injured in uh, 2019, needed to go into Tommy John surgery, and of course, missed the entire COVID-shortened season of 2020. Uh, and even though he did come back in 2021, again, they first kind of had him come out in the bullpen there because he was still just working his way back from Tommy John. Uh, but his 2022 season was eh at best. I mean, he did pitch well in that playoff game against Cleveland there. So, you know, even though it's a game the Yankees lost, though, but it wasn't his fault. But overall, just again, it's disappointing because you always think what could have been with him. Uh, and he had a couple good postseason moments with the Yankees. You want to go back to 2017. You know, that's when the Yankees in the divisional series against Cleveland were down two games. And him and Tanaka, home at Yankee Stadium, pitched back-to-back brilliant performances to get that series back to Cleveland tied at two apiece. And then the Yankees end up taking game five there. So you have to give your hats off to Severino for that performance, as well as uh, in 2018 in the division 
divisional series against the Minnesota Twins. It was, I believe it was game three at Minnesota. Now the Yankees were already up 2-0 in the series. So you'll say it was a pressure-packed game. But Severino had five billion innings before turning it over into the bullpen. And then the bullpen was able to finish out. And the Yankees were able to take that series uh, three games and nothing there. So, you know, Severino's had his good moments for the Yankees in the postseason. So, you know, like I said, guys, a bust or a bum like that. It's just it's just someone you could put, make a long-term commitment to. So you get to a point where you just got to decide, hey, look, do you want to just keep going through the same thing over and over again? No. So I think for the Yankees, it's the right move. You, you got to let him go again. Last season, just, you know, injury played, and it's just more of the same. And I don't think he's, like, done or, he's, you know, uh, he's finished like that. I mean, he's only 30 years old. And, yeah, when he's healthy, his fastball's up there in the high 90s. And, uh, you know, he's got good stuff. It's just you can't keep the guy consistently healthy. And you can't go into the starting rotation. We just have to, you're not sure how the guy's going to be. You already got enough question marks with Nesta Cortez. And, you know, he had health issues. You already have him on the contract. Carlos Rendon. Again, he spent the first half of his season injured, and uh, you don't know about him as well. And you can't just have yet another question mark, and that would be what you would have with Luis Severino if you bring him back. Nor do I think they're going to bring back Frankie Montas. You've heard some noise that the Yankees might have interest in him, but it's going to be the same thing. Why would you want to bring the guy back when you're just going to have a big question mark where he's healthy? Any guys in there that you could depend on, you know are going to be healthy. So I don't think Montas would be a good idea either. And for the Mets, it's a good move by them, you know. If to them, it's a different situation when you take a, a gamble on a guy you don't know. Might think that maybe a new setting, you know, a new change of scenery, and just a different situation might just help him flourish. And I think that could be the case. Again, as long as he's healthy, he'll be a good pitcher. He just, you know, for the Mets, he just has to find a way to stay healthy. And again, now things are different in the National League where you have the DH. Now, if this was a couple of year, years ago and you didn't have the DH, would they sign? Would have they signed Luis Severino? Probably not. So it just goes to show you how the DH in both leagues have changed things. So again, bon voyage to Severino. And you know, this just goes kind of ironic because this is after a couple of days. I'm sure everyone saw the you know the wedding uh, photo. I guess it was at Nesta Cortez's wedding down in Miami, and a lot of former, current Yankee teammates were down there, including Luis Severino. Uh, but yeah, Gio Stanton was down there. Even Gio Sherla, the former Yankee, was down there. Josh Donaldson. Uh, but it's kind of funny they're all together like that. And then you kind of figure out yeah, maybe there's something going on that Severino was, you know, was coming back. But then, of course, right after that, um, goes signs for the Mets for in one year at $13 million, which I think is fair. That was the option uh, the Yankees had on him last year that they picked up. So, again, he's not really getting a pay raise, but he's also not, not you know getting a pay deduction. So, yeah, I think it's a fair deal there. So we'll see if he pitches well and proves himself again. And then, you know, he's still relatively long. He'll be 31 by the start of 2025. Maybe he get himself a four- or five-year deal somewhere. So, you know, obviously Severino's going to have to prove it that he can stay healthy. And other Yankee news, and, of course, with some uh, – Free agents out there, big name. So I need a little percolation now that um, at least the Yankees and Juan Soto, things are heating up a little bit to the point now where they're exchanging names of possibilities of combination of who the Yankees would have to give up to get them and who else maybe with Soto would come back to the Yankees from the Padres there. So looks like those talks got to the next level. Now, I heard one report out there, which I can't believe that the Padres would want both Volpe and Jason Dominguez. There is no way that happens. There's just going to be no way. Again, the little caveat with, with Soto is that there is one year left on his deal, which is an arbitration year deal, but then after that, he hits free agency. So why would you trade your best pieces to bring a guy in here for one year and then he could just bolt somewhere else? So I just don't, I don't see that happening whatsoever. The only possibility that could happen is that there will have to be like a three-way agreement between the Padres, the Yankees, and Soto that... Once the Yankees trade for Soto, then the Yankees offer him a mega deal, which he's going to be looking to get. So if that's the case, then that's the only situation that would make sense. Other than that, if this guy could potentially just be a one-year rental, you're not giving up Jason Dominguez. So I don't believe that report whatsoever. Now, 
I would be willing to go let go of Volpe. Even if it's one one year of Soto, I think I'd make that trade just for that opportunity to get Soto for one year. That I would do, but I would not include Jason Dominguez. Just even though it's a handful of games there, but everything else leading up to it, plus you know what we saw him do up here in the majors, again first at bat against Justin Verlander, he takes him opposite field for a home run. I think the guy could be special there. So that that's a guy I'm not looking to trade. Even though yes, he's got, he's recovering from Tommy John surgery himself. That's not a trade I'm making. Would I do it for Volpe? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind doing that for Volpe, but I'm not including Jason Dominguez uh, in that deal there. So that's the one one. And then the other report you're hearing is that the Yankees right now have mixed feelings on Cody Bellinger. Again, he would be another option if the Yankees don't go for Soto. But you're hearing, according to John Heyman, that within the Yankee organization, there's mixed feelings on whether they really want to bring him in here. He started off his career well with the Dodgers. Took a little backtrack a little bit, then kind of resurrected himself with the Cubs. Uh, but he's going to be, again, other than Soto, probably one of the big other names out there. But see, with Bellinger, the difference, he's just a straight-up free agent. So you have to worry about making any trades or anything or give any prospects. He's just going to be a straight-up money deal. But I guess there seems to be some disagreements whether he would fit in with the Yankees' plans there. Um, I think he would, but, you know, we'll see what happens. And, of course, his father was the former uh, Yankee as well, part of the 2000 Yankees World Series team that beat the Mets there in the, the 2000 infamous Subway Series there. So that's the latest Yankees news. So I guess the first Yankee domino to fall, and we definitely know he's not coming back. That's Luis Severino there. Well, of course, there have been other Yankees, but, you know, of course, the big, probably the biggest names of not coming back would be Severino. So he's gone there. Uh, he leaves the Yankees, and now things are up in the air, as we'll see, you know, as things move along with the Soto deal. Um, yeah, I like at least the Yankees are pursuing it. I think you should just pursue the heck out of it, but just don't give up Jason Dominguez. So we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.